0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
1: Joining me on the line now, I think from Wellington, is photographer David Cook. Mm. Morena, David. Morena, kia ora. And um, hey, thanks so much for joining us. So you're based down in Wellington now, but once mm. you were a Hamiltonian.
0: Yes, uh, I was a Hamiltonian for over 30 years, so that's half of my life, more than half of my life, yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. And look, we're talking today about uh, some work that you shot in those early days, I guess, in Hamilton, and it's called Jellicoe and Bledisloe, Hamilton in the 90s, so people will recognise, maybe recognise those street names as being kind of from that Hayes Paddock part of town. but. So can you tell us a bit about it? Um, I want, I'd love for you to talk us through it, but it, it's captured this time in your life, you know, around the early 90s, I guess. Yeah. So, so what was that like and what prompted your exploration? Tell us a bit about some of the work that you made. Mm, yeah, yeah. So um,
0: the first house we ever bought, my wife and I, Chrissy and I, was in Hamilton East in Hayes Paddock. I didn't know if the place was Hayes Paddock then, but it was... Um, around about 1990, we bought a little, what was an ex-state house and moved into the area. And I was a professional photographer working at the Waikato Museum. And, uh, I just had this urge to, um, do, do my own independent photography project towards something. Um, and for, during the 90s, I picked up my camera and started looking around at my immediate neighborhood because we were raising a little family then uh, and it wasn't that easy to go to far away exotic places with my camera so I thought there's got to be something really special in our own um, neighborhood in our own backyard so I I was motivated to kind of take out my camera and look at everyday things because I think when people use their cameras at home they're often looking at special events I know myself I do that like it's a birthday party or something special and we usually use our cameras when we go away on travelling or out to a restaurant but I thought what if I stop and look at everyday life in my neighbourhood so that's, that's what prompted the whole thing
1: well it's, it's pretty cool because you, you know now of course we can look back in 30 years on and and it's and it's an an incredible repository of of documentary sort of footage I guess or images from that time and and some of the series that you shot and the locations that you shot are really interesting can can you talk us through some of the subjects of of the photos because you know I can see them sort of um, in in series, you know, um, looking yeah. at particular parts of the parts of the Hayes Paddock, as you say, wasn't was it not kind of trendy to call it Hayes Paddock back then? I was just kind
0: gonna... of I don't know. I didn't. N- nobody called it Hayes Paddock at that stage that I knew in the neighbourhood. It became a name that I became aware of later on. But yeah. it, I mean, it, it was named that because there was a family called Hayes who kind of inherited the land post to and um, they they farmed the land and it, yeah, but. Uh, I don't know what we called it, but we lived in Bledisloe Terrace and uh, all these streets we had really grand names named after governor, governor Generals, even though it was a humble little um, state housing um suburban when we first bought there, the real estate agent said, oh, look, it's a great place for a first time. You won't be sorry. And, um, you know, it had a, a really great kind of community feel. Um, yeah. There were um, nice curly streets right beside the river. So the kind of things I looked at were, the neighborhood swimming hole at um, Wellington Street Beach, really wildly popular. I don't know if it still is these days, but it was back then in the 90s, people just jumping off the little pier there. I'd uh, smell the roast in my neighbor's next-door place and knock on the door and photograph um, Georgie taking the roast out of the oven. Or um, I'd uh, photograph people watching television, everyday things, which... um, when you look back at the 90s when television was such a big thing, it's kind of curious looking at that. Mm. And I'd photograph kids um, playing out in their front yards and uh, people fixing cars in their <laughs> front yards too. There was a lot of that happening. <laughs> so I was looking at everyday things, the odd party. You know, I'd he- hear some loud music across the road. So I'd go along in the evening and knock on the door and say, hey, introduce myself. I'm a neighbour. And I just hang around for a while and take photographs. So it was kind of getting to know your neighbours and seeing what's happening in the hood.
1: <laughs> did you, which it's very cool. So some of the people you knew and some you didn't, did you face any barriers kind of just, I guess, oh. insinuating, but in a nice way, kind of just naturally kind of insinuating yourself into the spaces and, in order to be able to capture the, the footage and the, the, the photos that well, you did? Well, I
0: was never a sneaky photographer. I mean, it's just a matter of living in a neighborhood and getting to know people. So um, people were either strangers or uh, or people that I, I mean, I didn't treat people as strangers. They were just people in the neighborhood, people that I was yet to get to know. So um, yeah, there was just a lot of connections to be made, a lot of time just sitting down talking with people to get to know them. And there was this fabulous family called the Lennons who lived around the corner. I spent a lot of time with them. If you go to the exhibition, you'll see these enormous three by two and a half metre photographs of the interior of their space. So you can go into the exhibition, have really close look at what people have got in their living rooms, on the walls, this incredible amount of detail there of, of um, sort of 90s um, lifestyle.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some lovely photos uh, on the web page, on the website. This is an exhibition that's been loaned by the New Zealand Portrait Gallery. And so they've got their website and also the Waikato Museum website have got some there. And they've definitely piqued my interest, David. And there was a, I, they reminded me um, a little bit in style, just the beautiful colours and things that you've got in them, of some of the work of, um, say, Nick Wapplington, you know, the way that he worked, with, sat with a family mm. and just photographed them naturally. They're absolutely a, a capsule of time. They're wonderful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the exhibition at the Waikato Museum in the book um, had this really colourful thing going on. I was um, really intent. Back in the 90s, there was a lot of serious black and white photography going on. But I thought, what if I get in there really close with colour film uh I'm looking at everyday people's lives, work in a really lively way. So uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. It's it's, it's not a, a, a Dürer kind of exhibition. I, I wanted that... Get that liveliness coming through. So yeah, it, it is colourful and it um, does look at a lot of hilarious things along the way too.
1: I think the cover uh, image they've got up on the museum website is absolutely glorious. It's um, a couple of kids up a tree, you know, and just the light and the and and you've mentioned film, and that's something that we need to be reminded of. You know that this is not a digital. This was all shot on by putting a roll through the camera. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, that was um, medium format film in the (laughs) nineties. I guess it was uh, only a very kind of early days digital technology in those days. But yeah, I was was using film as most people were. Yeah.
1: And so, are you still in touch with any of the old neighbours or anybody? Did they have you have you reconnected with them through this exhibition? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of people I, I. I haven't been able to track down, but I've tracked down as many as possible. So some of the people there i have been able to tell, hey, come along, the show's on. They're not all so – some of them aren't in – most of them aren't in the neighbourhood anymore. Yeah. In fact, I've visited quite a few times since then and haven't located anyone who was there in the 90s. It probably are. It would be really interesting to find out. But um, it's been quite a turnover. But you, yeah, the Lennon family know and um, some of the other people I've been able to – track down through social media yeah. oh, the, 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 those two girls who poised up the top of the tree hovering over the street that's on the front cover of the book I'd love to know who they are if, if so if, if they're out there and go and see the show um, let us know contact the radio or the Waikato Museum
1: yeah that would be great isn't it because I think we you know time moves on and and um, of course they would have just been some kids you would have captured them they might have been visiting so yeah if anybody recognises them I mean, when you visit the the old neighbourhood now, David, what what do you st- sort of see? Do you still see some of those recognisable things from the nineties? Because you you captured Hamilton East at a time, I guess, just before it became gentrified for, what's yeah. a better word? You know, what, it, what do yeah, you, when, yeah. when you visit, kind of, how does that feel? And what do you recognise there? Or what's yeah, changed? it
0: is a bit of a transformation. Back in the the nineties, it was a mix between um, state housing and housing that the state had recently sold off. They were, um, selling off that, that part of the estate. So now it's all, uh, privately owned. It is, it's, very still recognizable because, you know, there's this preservation order on that, that area. It is, um, it's a gorgeous little suburb, um, Hayes Paddock down by the river in Hamilton. Um, so the place looks very similar. It looks really tidy. There are no people fixing vehicles in the front yards. So it has that gentrified kind of thing. It's got that uh, really nice uh, um, Hayes Common Cafe down by the Wellington Beach that used to be the corner dairy. Um, So the place looks and feels kind of similar, but there's been a turnover with the people.
1: Yeah, I think it, yeah, de- a turnover with the people. And I guess, you know, from being a place where you could perhaps buy a starter home to being a place now that is quite aspirational for people to, to live in. And so, the, uh, like many places, of course, property prices and things have, have, have gone up. Oh, so yeah, as you say,
0: some yeah of I've the- heard it's very expensive there. But, I mean, isn't it great that the state back in the 1930s decided to take that prime bit of real estate <laughs> by that curve of the river and turn it into state housing? Yeah. It was fabulous vision yeah. it's
1: absolutely wonderful and, and and the houses are built well because my dear old dad who's who's passed away now dad was a, a builder of state houses in his early apprenticeship years in the 40s and then into the 50s and uh he said they were so strict they were so strict about the the quality of the wood the measurements the accuracy of the of the joinery that went into them and and so you know he always said you could always back buying one so <laughs>
0: Oh, absolutely. We loved our house in Bledisloe Terrace. Just so well made. I'm, I'm sure it uh, you know, seemed to be matai and all sorts of native timbers and the floorboards, and it was solid as,
1: yeah. So, I mean, in terms of a capture of, of, of life um, of the river, I mean, you know, a lot has changed in that time. I guess there's some of the themes you might be looking at that, that really now, I think, um, are still resonating around housing, Quality, I guess, and, and, and families and, and the way that we use the streets and, and river life and things. Are some of those social things that you captured still themes that you visit in your work?
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm still um, really active as a photographer. Um, I'm now uh, lecturing as a ph- photography lecturer at Massey University in Wellington, and you know, as part of my research, I'm doing this really big project on social housing in Wellington you know high-density housing I mean and that's the present and the future we're going to do more and more of this so I think it's an important thing to look at to um, tell stories visually with and with words so yeah I'm taking a good hard look at um, social housing and, and you know in the event also getting to know an awful lot of people living in social housing and channeling their stories so yeah it's a big theme in my work
1: it's fantastic, yeah. isn't it? And of course, housing density and social housing is a is a is a hot topic, and there's some real positives for it. And so it's interesting, you know, as well as people who are concerned about it. But uh, in terms of, oh, I don't want this big three story block being built in my backyard. But actually, you know, you're capturing some of the realities of that, which is which is really cool. Hey, um, oh. people can get down. To the Waikato Museum and see your exhibition. It is uh, on loan from the uh, the New Zealand Portrait Gallery. What is some? So you had the opening, I think, last week, week two weeks ago.
0: Um, yeah, there wasn't a, a special opening party, but it is now open and it's on until the nineteenth of February, and it's free admission. So, and pe- it's it's, yeah, lots of really big, colourful prints, so, and, and there's a book there too.
1: So look, if people can get down, I mean, the museum is is an absolute treasure, I think, here in Hamilton, but also the fact that it's also just over the road, really, from where these images were taken. 30-odd years ago, so... Yeah,
0: it's great to return the show home. It's, it is right there across the river from where the images were made, so it's, it's great fantastic. to return it home.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. Look, David, thanks so much for your time this morning. So that's David Cook's exhibition. It's called Jellicoe and Bledisloe, and it's on at the Waikato Museum right now, and a perfect thing to go along and have a look at, just just to even get a sense of um, of the 90s, but also absolutely stunning images and um, of a... Of a very special part of town thanks very much david for joining us
0: thanks for more episodes use the accessmedia.nz app for ios and android devices or subscribe to this podcast via spotify iheartradio or apple podcasts this free fm podcast was brought to you with support from new zealand on air